0: Hey, guys. Polly Walnuts here with Chop Shop Sports. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Chop Shop Sports and Chop Shop Bets. Also, check out our Twitter, Chop Shop Sports 1, for more great content. Now, enjoy the week three podcast. Hey guys, Paul here on the Chop Shop Sports Podcast. I am joined today by Skippy. Some of you may know him as Riley. Skip, how you doing today?
1: I'm all right, Paulie Walnuts. How you doing, man?
0: Uh, doing well. I'm glad football's back. Uh, two very interesting weeks, two highly competitive weeks. I uh, we got a couple teams still tough to get a read on. Um, you know, my Saints, you know, look like Super Bowl contenders week one and then torn up. Uh coaching staff all on the COVID IL and Ian Book is our substitution coordinator. It was a, it was a mess. Uh trying to figure figure out who's good, who's not this year has been been a challenge. Um but how was you were at that Saints Panthers game? Uh how
1: how was that?
0: How yeah, was I mean, being there?
1: It was a great outing, you know, beautiful day in Charlotte, can't complain. Um I will say though man, I was let down by the Saints. It was it was tough to watch. Jameis Winston was your leading rusher with 19 <laughs> yards. Uh, I I, I got to say, man, him and Alvin Kamara really disappointed. Uh, really disappointed in that game. Yeah, I was
0: at the Packers game in uh, in Jacksonville, uh, week one. Super awesome we were there with uh, two Packers fans. So it was great rubbing it in their face. Uh, obviously, you invited me up to Charlotte, and I'm I'm glad I did not spend the money and time to go watch that piss poor performance by the saints. Uh, but how was that? Uh, the Panthers are kind of going viral with their opening uh, graphic. How was how that? We've seen the Panther jumping on the field, taking the, the pennant of the opponent's flag, whatever. Uh, how was seeing that live? Can you kind of give some insight on that?
1: Yeah, it was pretty cool. I mean, watching it, obviously, you know, it's virtual, so you're just watching the Jumbotron, but as it jumps around the stadium, it's pretty cool, because they got the torn up pennant, like, down on the actual field uh, when the graphic's done. So, I don't know, I thought it was a nice touch. Uh, nothing too groundbreaking, but I think something that I could see other teams start to implement uh, later later down the road.
0: Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, that's kind of been the the hot topic, the the new thing, Uh new thing going this year. And I think you're right. I think a lot of teams are going to try to find ways that they can, uh, can replicate that, do something similar. When I was at the Bucks Cowboys game, I mean, their opening intro video uh, celebrating their 2020 season was unreal. The the pirate theme uh, is a night game. So dark outside lights flashing. It was super cool to see. And then I was at the Jags Saints game or the Saints Packers game in Jacksonville. And their their video intro might have been cool in the Superdome, but uh, up there in Jacksonville didn't have the same same effect. And Saints fans were pretty quiet early on, and then obviously they get on a little run, and uh, the Who Nation really came out uh, came out loud and proud. Um, but let's let's jump yes. into the rest of the games.
1: Um, yep. That that who nation that's a that's a two sided card. They were they were <laughs> they were getting the business in Carolina. It was pretty bad. Yeah, it's uh, yeah I, that was a bad bad game. We'll talk more about them
0: a little later. Uh, let's talk. Uh, what team week two impressed you most? Uh, you can almost you can you can combo these this to week one and week two, or just talk about strictly. Yep. What, but what team impressed you most last week?
1: Um. I think it's got to be Las Vegas. They're, they're looking really tough right now. Um, Derek Carr is playing way better than he has, I think, in, in previous years. Obviously, his, his injury kind of set him back a little bit a few years ago. Um, Henry Ruggs kind of had a breakout game for them. Uh, he, he was pretty quiet week one. Um, but I, I, just, I think they're a really well-rounded team right now, and I, I think they're going to look to do some damage down the road. Yeah. I have been high on the Raiders for the last couple of years. I'm a big Derek Carr fan. I think he's
0: one of the more underrated quarterbacks and gets a lot of unnecessary hate. And that defense is really bad. He's kind of in an Aaron Rodgers scenario where their offense is really good, but their defense is a liability, but seeing them beat the Ravens who then beat the chiefs, uh, and then winning week two over the Steelers who, uh, had a big week one win over the bills. they beat two good teams. Um, I think they are a team that we should look for down the road as being a potential playoff team. I think their win total was seven this year, and I thought that was super low and unfair to that team. And and they're proven that they're the legit contender. Yeah. You, so so you stole my pick. Uh, so I'll, I'll audible here, and I'll say I have two uh, secondary picks that were equally as impressive to me. I'll start with the Cowboys, and this is a two week combo. They were very impressive against the boxing that good defense against Tom Brady. Obviously, they lose, uh, but Greg the leg struggled kicking, left four points on the board, and when you lose by two, uh, that really comes back to hurt. Um, Hurt you. They left too much time for Brady, a little bit of poor clock management in week one and week two, so that's a little bit of a concern. But more impressive was their defense, uh, only allowing two field goals in the second half. Like Their defense is their
1: liability. Uh, Their offense... Yeah, and they they were shorthanded this week. Micah Parsons yep. had to bump up to the end. That was that was pretty impressive. Yeah, they they
0: their offense went away after the first quarter, but I think they'll be fine. They got unbelievable weapons at wide receiver. They got a great two-headed monster in the backfield, and Dak Prescott is putting up good numbers in meaningful games, unlike his small sample size last year, where they were all blowout games. He's throwing for four hundred yards and in fourth quarter comebacks, so they're down by twenty. Uh, So those numbers are a little inflated, but this year he's been good. Uh, And and pick number two, uh, I would have to say is the 49ers. Uh, I'm very low uh, on the Eagles. I'm Anti-Eagles, I think they are the most overrated football team right now, uh, other than maybe the Cardinals. But just the dominance they showed, they had a nine-minute scoring drive in the second half. And I think that's why people don't like the 49ers, is because they're not going to go out, and score a bunch of points, although they scored 41 against Detroit week one, they're not going to beat you by out. You they're going to beat you with ball control, uh, ball control and making the most of their drives. Uh, They're going to capitalize when they need to. And then you got a stout defense. Uh, I'd have to check, you know, some sort of source, but I don't know how, how many times the team has a 95 yard first down play and, Comes with no points. Um, I don't really know how that happens. Um, But, uh, yeah, their defense in the red zone is tough. They're a tough team to score on. Uh, Nick Bosa playing well. Their defense is good. Uh, And and Jimmy G is proving he's not going to win you games, but he won't lose you games. Uh, He's a great game manager. Uh, So I would say the 49ers have been super impressive uh, the first two weeks. Pivoting on that, who would you say was the least impressive uh, in, in week two? And I think we can all agree the Saints have to be on that list. But who, who would you
1: pick? I, yeah, I think the Saints obviously are on the, the very tip top of that list. And then, you know, I don't know so much the team as the, the player in the offense maybe, but I thought the New York Jets just fell flatter than I even thought they would. Uh Zach Wilson, four picks. I mean, I don't know what else you can say about that. Six points, really tough to watch.
0: Yeah, I, and I would agree. I, I think going uh, – playing a rookie quarterback at home against your rookie quarterback, you know, Zach Wilson had a chance to make a statement as rookie quarterbacks don't fare well against Belichick very often. Um, and he just was not good, not good at all. Um but I, I would, I would one-up you there. Uh, and my disagreement with the Saints is their secondary was very injured. Their offense was very pathetic. But it wasn't great against Green Bay either. They just had a lot of good field position, uh, good defensive plays that put them up for scores. And the Saints really had a chance to come back there in the second half. They just didn't capitalize. Their defense was torn up, no coaches. So I'm going to stay away from picking the Saints mm-hmm. as my least impressive team and throw out the Miami Dolphins. Zero points against the Bills. Tua, not good. Uh, obviously, he got hurt. Bursette came in. I thought he would help the offense a little bit. He didn't. Um, their offense is a problem in Miami. Uh, I know a lot of people are celebrating their week one win. But the question mark of their offense is still there. And I just don't see how they're going to be competitive until their offense steps up. Their defense is pretty good. It's a pretty good defense, although they allowed 35 points, um, their offense, huge question mark. And to me, that's going to cause problems, uh, in this division, in this conference. And I, I, right now, I don't see them making the playoffs even as that seventh wildcard, uh, playoff team. Next question I have a lot of great games, uh, in week two, if you could rewatch one game, what would you pick?
1: Um, As much as it, as I hate to say it, and as close as it brought me to tears, I would probably have to rewatch the Vikings Cardinals game.
0: Did, but, did you hear the radio call
1: uh, by
0: chance? I just yeah, heard this I,
1: yesterday. Yeah, we thought we made it. Our, our, <laughs> our announcer thought he made the kick. <laughs> uh, it's
0: up. It's good. No, it's not. I'm going to be man.
1: heartbroken. Again, flashbacks to Blair Walsh. But, I mean, a lot of scoring, some turnovers, exciting big plays. It, it was a great game. Yeah, it was fun to watch. Um,
0: and, and, and to defend that announcer a little bit, I've done some play-by-play commentating. And sometimes when you think you have that easy chip shot, easy makeable field goal, it's easy to jump the gun. Uh, I know I did that. I was doing a, a college girls basketball game. I'll leave the teams anonymous, but a girl had a fast break layup. And I was like, ah, oh, fast break layup. It's up. It's good. No, it's not. Um, sometimes when you have that, you know, six inch tap in putt, you think it's easy to get ahead of it. And uh, they, they mess it up. I, I think, although I see why you would watch that game It was a good game, you got to rewatch the Sunday night game uh, with the, the Chiefs and the Ravens, and you have to, when you're re-watching it, you have to be thinking Patrick Mahomes is really not going to hand this ball over, uh, hand this ball off, um, where they fumble. And then that fourth down call, uh, I don't know if I got the text off to you in time, but I was texting some other guys in the Chop Shop uh, sports family saying they have to go for it on this fourth down. Um, You cannot give Patrick Mahomes the ball back with a minute just needing a field goal, even with no timeouts. That fourth down call, gutsy, they were getting the yard all night long. It was a no-brainer in my decision. And just seeing that hardball Jackson trust of saying, hey, are we going for this? Yes, we are. Um, was a pretty cool sight to see. Uh, that was just an awesome game uh, overall. So that's probably where I would take the rewatch. What player would you say stood out to you most, uh, good
1: or bad, Who are you picking uh, as your standout player this week? Um, I got to go with Sam Darnold, actually. Uh, Getting to watch him there in person, I thought it was very impressive. Uh, Some of the reads he was making, he wasn't forcing anything. He made plays with his legs when he needed to uh, and and checked the ball down when he had to and then pushed the ball down the field when it was there. You you see he came away with 305 yards and two touchdowns. I I just thought he managed the game very well.
0: Yeah, I would say – I would say that for me, I would probably take Matt – not Matt, Ryan. Um, I would take Derek Carr, uh, 300 yards pass and two touchdowns. Um, But I would also say Mike Edwards from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, back-to-back pick sixes. Um, I mean, that's unreal. That's crazy. Um, Two pick sixes, back-to-back. Uh, defensive guys don't always get singled out and get the love they deserve. So that's who I'm taking as uh, my impressive player of the week. I think he is now Matt Ryan's leading touchdown uh, touchdown catcher for the year. I don't think anybody on the Falcons has more than two huh. touchdowns. Um, let's look ahead to week three, uh, another great slate of games this week. Um, who needs a statement win this week uh, to prove that they're either a contender um, or not a pretender?
1: I, I, I think, you know, we, we keep beating that drum, uh, but I think you got to look in the, the Saints-Patriots game. Um, I, I think the winner of that, if they come out and play well, can show that they'll probably be a playoff team, maybe not so much a contender for a title, but at least to get into the playoffs. Uh, the Colts obviously start knowing too. Uh, I know we had some higher hopes for them coming in against the Titans. I think they have a chance to make a statement there as well.
0: Yeah. And the Colts don't have, if Carson Wentz doesn't play, I don't think this becomes a statement game. If he plays, it is a statement game. Um, I think you're absolutely right with that. Saints Patriots play both teams. Won one, one going to be probably wild card contenders. Although the Patriots are tied for first in their division right now with the uh, Bills and Dolphins. This win would be huge on their resume, uh, and then same for the Saints. They they are probably going to be playing for a wild card when it's all said and done, and they're already a game behind the Panthers because they lost them, and they're a game behind the two and O Bucks. Uh, but I also go down to the later games. You could argue, uh, you know, the Dolphins, the Raiders need to be a quarterbackless Dolphins team. That's a no brainer. But this Rams team, I think, has a really big opportunity here at home to knock off the Buccaneers and prove that they can compete, not only in the NFC and be a potential Super Bowl candidate, but more importantly, compete in that NFC West that is highly competitive. Um, and, you know, I think they're 7-1 and as a as a division this year, and their only loss is in overtime. Uh, but I would keep going down and say that late game. Packers, 49ers. This will legitimize the 49ers as a legit Super Bowl contender. Um, and for the Packers, it'll be you beat a, Lions, a bad Lions team. Um, you got blown out by a questionable Saints team. Uh, so even if they can keep it competitive, if this is a good game, I think it's a, a statement in and of itself for both teams. So that's probably, for me, the, the statement um, this week. They don't necessarily have to win, but the Packers and 49ers both need to play well to give their season legitimacy. Um, the Packers will probably win that division. That division's not good. Um, them and the Bears are, uh, are tied currently. That's my teams and games. I know that's more than what the question asks, but um, what player this week needs to prove something to you um, for the week, uh, for, the, for the remainder of the season? Who, who needs to show you something?
1: Uh, I know that it's really early. Uh, in his career, but the person that needs to show me something, I don't think he's going to, is Justin Fields. Um, for for the Bears to have any hope of having somewhat of a successful season, uh, I, I think he's gonna have to play well, uh, especially against the Browns. They're gonna be a real test. Um, really, I mean, one and one, lost a nail biter to the to the Chiefs. Um. But, yeah, I think Justin Fields is going to need to show up, and I don't think he's going to.
0: Yeah, and and Andy Dalton's still their starter if he's healthy for week three. Uh, A lot of hype around Justin Fields, but that's preseason. I said it in the preseason. I said it uh, this week. Playing on a real Sunday is different than the preseason against the backups or the third stringers or the practice squad guys. Playing against the ones on Sunday where everybody's trying to win is different, and even against a – weaker Bengals team. He couldn't get it done. Uh, they end up winning the game, but no thanks to him. Uh, I would say you got to look at maybe some of these other rookies. I'd like to see something out of, uh, see something out of Trevor Lawrence this week. They're playing a Cardinals team that allowed 30 points to the Vikings. He needs to come out, cut the turnovers down. Um, and then, Looking at a third-year guy in Daniel Jones. They're playing the Falcons. They're 0-2. Uh, the Falcons are 0-2. Uh, Daniel Jones has played pretty well this season. They should have won week two against the football team. So I need to see something out of just, uh, Daniel Jones, and they need to pull out a win this week. Uh, and uh, Or I think his job's going to be in jeopardy at the end of the year. He's going to be their guy this year, but if they're going to lose the 0-2 teams like the Falcons, I, I think that will change this offseason. What game this week are you looking forward to most?
1: Uh, I think definitely the Bucks-Rams. I have a hard time seeing another option. I think those are two teams that are probably going to end up in that NFC Championship game right now if I had to predict it. Um, I I think it's going to be a great game.
0: Yeah, I I agree. We talked on the Saints-Pats game. I think that will be a great game. We talked about the Packers 49ers. I think that will be a great game. But I'm going to look out west – to the Chargers and Chiefs, both one and one, fighting in a division that's uh, six and two. The Broncos are probably going to be three and zero after this week. Um, they're playing the Jets, and then the Raiders are playing a quarterbackless Dolphin. So those teams will probably move to three and zero. So this is a big game, and it's a big statement game for just, uh, Justin Herbert. He didn't play well against a uh, weaker Cowboys defense. You mentioned the banged up defense of the Cowboys. Justin Herbert didn't make didn't execute that team, beat themselves with penalties, uh, and and stymied drives with stupid offensive penalties. So I think the Chargers need to prove something to themselves this week and to the fans of even if they don't win, if they can keep it competitive and make Mahomes beat them in the fourth quarter, um, or see Justin Herbert lead a late fourth quarter drive and good clock management, not giving Mahomes the ball back. I mean, I think that would be a great win for uh, the Chargers, but unfortunately the Chiefs lost last week. So they're going to be angry uh, and ready, ready to take some tail this week. That's all I have uh, for the notes for the week. Uh, do you have any closing thoughts, comments or anything, Riley?
1: Uh, I, just one more thing I saw at the game uh, this past Sunday that I kind of want you to stew on this week. Um, I, I haven't watched the Saints very closely. Obviously I'm not a fan of them as you are. Uh, But Alvin Kamara looked very disinterested on Sunday. Uh, Did not care what happened is what it seemed like. Wasn't assertive in getting the ball. Wasn't trying to do anything with it when he did get it. Uh, So I don't know. I think just like hot take, he might want out of there at some point. Yeah, it seems like a lot of people. That that franchise right now is
0: spiraling out of control. You got the Michael Thomas situation. Um, There might be some people thinking Taysom Hill should get a shot at quarterback. If we're not going to throw deep balls, why is Jameis Winston in there? Um, when he when he was named the starter, I thought the Saints would be throwing the ball deep. They didn't really do it. They had one big play in week one. Didn't really show it last week. Um, if, if we're going to play dink and dunk, put Taysom Hill back in there. He's a dual-threat quarterback. Uh, let let Jameis Winston run the offense from the 2006 to 2015 Saints, where they're throwing the ball downfield with Drew Brees. And if he makes mistakes, he makes mistakes. That's okay. But at least we're trying this dink and dunk stuff. Isn't working. We don't have the weapons really to do that right now. It's just Michael, uh, just Alvin Kamara. So it's easy. We're a one trick pony right now. Um, but yeah, you were right. That Saints franchise right now may be in some trouble with the retirement of Drew Brees exposing a lot of the problems uh, that that franchise has with money and, and, and leadership. Um that's all, all we have for the week. Uh, we will be back on Friday for the betting podcast. We'll get the Mad Hatter live on the air, uh, live on the pod on Friday. Look for that to be dropped uh, morning time, maybe around noon. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Chop Shop Sports and Chop Shop Bets. And then check out our Twitter, Chop Shop Sports 1, uh, for more great content. Skippy, thanks for, for,
1: thanks for joining today. Thanks, Paul. Have a good one, brother. You too.